Welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. Welcome to episode 162. It's just me on my own this evening. Hi, I'm Scott Monroe. Uh, happy Friday. I am recording this solo Friday evening, um, just to, just 20, 20 odd hours after Real Betis won, Roma won. I'll be doing a short review of yesterday's game and then do a quick, quick preview of Sampdoria Roman, which is the Monday early evening kickoff. Um, so it's just me. I did have a plan to have someone else on. It was going to be Jonas, who was on previously when we talked about mental health and talked about football during the summer. He is a Spanish football expert and he also has a, a Spanish podcast in, I think it is in Norwegian, and he has done some work in Spain on, I think it's Spanish radio. Um, but sadly, he had um, other commitments, which is fine. It's no worries. We have been in cont- uh, in uh, daily contact over on, so on on Twitter, and it, honestly, it's not the end of the world. But hopefully, we have you on us uh, on again. Hopefully, this time. Uh, hopefully, not so long in the distant future. Probably when the World Cup is on. Um, but yeah, talking about yesterday, um, Roma travelled to Sevilla. Uh, it actually looked quite hot, and I think the commentators here and in the UK said it was 29 degrees and it looked every part of 29 degrees and probably the hottest part of Spain. I've always wanted to go to Seville, but yeah, uh, Real Betis won, Roma won, um, which means Real Betis are on 10 points, Roma are in third on four points and then Luda Goretz beat HJK Helsinki and they move up to seven points. So Roma's destiny is in their own hands. Um, Roma actually did play pretty well in this game and looked quite compact and looked a lot better than they did last week. Uh, they looked a bit negative and a bit slow and off the pace in the, the Olympico last week. But one moment of madness cost them in the first half with Sergio Canales' goal, a stray pass from Leonardo Spinazzola to Nemanja Matic, played in Betis, who worked up nicely. And then Canales had a... a a long-range distance effort, which was deflected off Roger Banez and wrong-footed Rui Patricio. Nothing that the Portuguese goalkeeper could do. Um, momentary lapse of concentration from Spinazzola. Um, and apart from that, Roma actually had a very good first half. Um, had a couple of chances. Andrea Bellotti then had his goal disallowed due to a fraction offside. He went a little bit early from Spinazzola's cross. Um, Bellotti and Abraham worked okay in the first half, but worked a lot better in the second half. I did like the the midfield trio, especially in the second half of Cristante, Pellegrini and Mali Camera. Um, there was no Nicola Zaniolo as he was suspended and there was no Paolo Dybala because he is out injured. Um, it was four to eight weeks, but I think now it's approximately six weeks out with injury. So he may be fit for Argentina and the World Cup in Qatar. Roma got back in the second half thanks to a, a close-range finish from Il Gallo, Andrea Bellotti, um, after some nice work from Maddy Camera. Um that went to VAR, and then you had the two minutes, 20 seconds, I think it was, 
wait for VAR. Jose Mourinho and his staff are celebrating because they may have seen the footage on their laptop or their smart was it iPad uh, b- before it went to VAR and had to had to endure the the wait. Um, it was the correct decision. It was a long wait, and due to Bellotti touching the ball to camera, O crossed in for Bellotti to to tap home from close range. Bellotti's second goal for Roma. Both goals coming in the Europa League against HJK Helsinki and then Real Betis, and probably a draw was probably the fair result. Both teams had chances. Raul Betis are a very good team. They're technically one of the best teams I've seen Roma play this season. I think everyone in that team is so adaptive and so easy on the eye and just technically gifted. Sergio Canales was man of the match for me. He was outstanding. Um, I remember him 12, 13 years ago playing for Rassen Santander and absolutely scored in Real Madrid. And then Jose signed him when he was at Real Madrid, had his injury problems, looks unbelievable playing either in a deeper role at Betis or playing as a number 10. Jeez, it's just unreal. Rodri, who got the assist for the winner last week, was fantastic. I do like their fullbacks, um, especially Juan Miranda, who scored the winning penalty for Betis last season in the Copa del Rey win. But um, a point is not the end of the world for Roma. Um, they had a couple of chances. The midfield looked a little bit more balanced and there was more minutes in for Bellotti and Maddy Camera. I was really impressed with Maddy Camera when he came on. I think he has to start on Monday over Matic or Cristante because once again, them two played uh, with the, uh, as a pair and as a double pivot in the, in the 3-4-1-2 slash 3-5-2 and it sort of, looked a little bit laboured. Matic got hooked at halftime. He looks a little bit tired. I think he's played a lot of football for Roma this season after not playing that much for Manchester United last season. Um, you have, you can't play them both together, as I said many, many a time, and we've discussed it on here. You have to play one or the other. You can't play both. So, fingers crossed, camera starts on, um, on Monday against Sampdoria. Um, about the Europa League, it's in the destinies in our own hands. Um, have to win away at Helsinki and have to beat Ludogorets in the final game. As uh, there's three points difference between the two sides, that defeat in Ludogorets in Bulgaria on match day one really screwed Roma over, conceding that late, late goal. I think it was the 90th minute after Aldor Shamaradov equalized. Um, it's really, really screwed Roma over. It's um, everything is to play for now. Um, I think Roma are going to be hoping that Betis can do Roma a favour in the next round when Betis travel to Bulgaria to take on Ludogorets. Roma travel to Helsinki to take on HJK Helsinki, and then just a week later, they're Roma at home to Ludogorets in the final group game. Hopefully, with qualification still on. On the hand, uh, on the uh, on the horizon, and um, it's all to play for because you don't want a dead rubber. If if that is the case, Roma will be going back into the Conference League to play in the, I think it's the qualification round before the round of thirty two, if I'm not mistaken, um, which Roma avoided last season because they won the group. So yeah, they would drop into the Conference League. But that's enough about uh, last night. 
I will fast forward until Monday and do a little quick preview. Um, I wanted to make this podcast quick and snappy. Um, it's uh, As it's just me, I didn't want to waffle on. Uh, Rain will travel to Sampdoria on Monday. Uh, Sampdoria side who have been in absolute turmoil this season. They are already on a new manager. Dejan Stankovic, the ex-Lazio and Inter Milan player, has, uh, has taken over after Marco Giampaolo got fired after Sampdoria drew uh, after Sampdoria lost sorry to Monza after the international break. I watched that game and it was an embarrassing performance by Sampdoria. They needed to make a change and they did. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what Stankovic does. Uh, does he have the capabilities to to, uh, to keep Sampdoria up? He's got a massive job on his hand. Stankovic has done a, a really good uh, job in Serbia for Red Star Belgrade. Um, I think it's, I think Red Star got to the latter part of the Europa League in the last couple of seasons and played Milan and Rangers in the Europa League and have done really well in that competition. So I'm intrigued, as I said earlier, to see what he can do. Uh, they did draw with Bologna at last weekend. Um, sadly, I missed the game as I was coming back from another game. Um, I, I think it was nil-nil or one-nil. I'm not too sure. So Sampdoria is still yet to win in Serie A this season. They've picked up three points. If my if my memory is right, I'll just do a quick Google search. Uh, this is great. Great podcasting. Yeah, they're bottom of the league. Uh, and they have got, yeah, three points. Three points from nine games. Same as Cremonese. Sampdoria have lost four out of their last five, and the previous result was the the draw, uh, the one all draw. Sorry, not nil nil. They've also got Ascoli in the uh, in the Coppa Italia on Thursday, in the, in an, in a five pm kickoff, and their next game after the Roma game is the following Monday, which is against Cremonese. So they've lo- they lost four on the bounce before that. Um, they lost to Hellas Verona, to uh, to AC Milan, Spezia, and then to Monza. Uh, their previous game before the Verona defeat was that one-all draw against uh, Lazio, when Manolo Gabbiadini scored that last-minute equaliser. They did lose to Salernitana four-nil, and then drew with Sampdoria. Uh, Sampdoria. They drew with Juventus, and then the opening game of the season they lost to uh, Atalanta at home. But for Roma, it's like. They could be picking up their third win in a row in Serie I don't think I would have been seeing that after the results they've been picking up, especially with the performances they've been picking up. But to be honest, that top top six is only separated by four points. Like Roma are in six with 19, Milan are in fifth with 20, Udinese are a fourth with 20, along with Lazio with 20. I think goal difference is separating them. Lazio are just flying at the moment in Serie A. Uh, goal scored uh, 21, conceded five, goal difference of plus 16. <laughs> they smashed Fiorentina on Monday. And just to think the derby's just a couple of weeks ago. And then Atalanta on 21 and Napoli on 23. It's crazy at the top of Serie A. Um, realistically, these are the type of games that Roma need to win. They, they picked up two wins in contrasting performances. Inter, it was a bit of a hodgepodge. Poor first half, brilliant second half. The Lecce game was very defensive, very negative against 10 men where 
you really needed to be on the front foot and really needed to take your chances, but they only squeaked and got a 2-1 win thanks to Paolo Dybala scoring from the penalty spot and then getting injured. It's the Roma way. Um, but hopefully you can pick up three points. Roma's record against Sampdoria last season was uh, it was a 1-0 win in, in Genoa. Uh, I think Mkhitaryan scored, and then it was the one all draw just before Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas just before the Christmas break. Um, Shamarov scored, and then Sampdoria equalised quite late on. So I'm looking forward to the game. I think Roma can get a result. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping Mali Camera starts and we get a Bellotti starting. So hopefully, gets a, a few tweaks from the game yesterday. To be honest, Roma played all right. They played pretty well. Um, it was a much better performance than last week, and just they just didn't get the breaks. I, I think I saw a few people moaning that there was no intensity in the final couple of minutes, but they're playing in like thirty degree heat. It just, I think the main objective yesterday was not to lose, but yeah, as I've said, I've, I'm not repeating myself about that. But if they can get a win on Monday, get them in, back in the contention in the Champions League spots, and none. They got a big game against probably one of the best teams in Europe this season in Napoli on Sunday. I'm absolutely dreading that. I am not looking forward to that. I saw bits and pieces of their performance against Ajax and I was scared because Napoli looked good. And the only t- the only person that can stop Napoli at the moment is Luciano Spalletti. And he has done that to his own teams in the past. He's done it to Roma, he's done it to Inter, and he's done it to uh, Roma before, again, especially in the last season in the second spell where Roma were looking to win probably two trophies that season and they ended up with zero and they finished second and that team should have won something. But yeah, wow. Um, but yeah, that's, that's talking about a topic uh, uh, I could probably talk about and other Roma fans, especially Imran, who loves Spalletti, uh, could talk about for hours. But uh, that's enough for me. Um, you can follow us at themagicast.com. You can find all our previous podcasts on the website. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Fingers crossed the Apple podcast um, problem is fixed. I know it was fixed before and then, then there was some problems with the previous podcast not being on the uh, apple podcast so you can find us on spotify Podbean, tune in etc etc um if you're going to enjoy the football this weekend if you're going to any games enjoy them i'm off to one tomorrow afternoon should be a good one um i'll probably be back hopefully with imran or a couple uh, with someone else on monday evening straight after the game if not it'll be tuesday enjoy your weekends enjoy the football ciao